Hello, and a welcome to another episode of Get Empowered. Your host, Erica, here. I'm really excited for this week's episode. We are going to, of course, share something I'm grateful for, something I'm loving, and then we are going to talk about the current era I am finding myself in. I am calling it my soft girl era. You could also call it diving into the divine feminine, but I wanted to share with you one of my biggest takeaways I've had since completing MBA. It has literally changed my life, and I've just noticed it more and more and more lately, so I thought, why not talk about it on the pod? So that's what we're going to chat about this week. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to another episode of Get Empowered. Your host, Erica, here. I'm so excited for this week's episode, like I always am. So let us start with something I'm grateful for. So this might be a little corny, but I'm really grateful for Kyle this week. I'm always grateful for him, but I just got to give him a bit of an extra shout out compared to normal because this past week, as of the time of this recording, I was so sick all week. And realistically, it was probably like allergies, maybe like a head cold. I don't know what it was, but it kicked my ass, guys. Like kicked my ass, literally knocked me out. And I even took like a half day of work one day, which I felt really silly working from home, but it was like to the point where I couldn't read my computer. Like I couldn't do things. And so I decided decided to take a little bit of time to just rest and recoup. And so I'm grateful for Kyle for really picking up you know, some of the slack for me because I was sick and I'm not good at letting myself rest. So I just appreciated him supporting me while I was sick and just being there. And he just like, we went on a really nice date night this weekend and it was just like, it's just been nice and I love him. So I'm grateful for him. I'm grateful to have a partner who is so supportive of me and my dreams and supportive when I'm thriving, supportive when I'm sick, all the good things. So I'm just grateful for him. So he gets an extra shout out this week. (laughs) Um, Though, just like y'all, he's kind of always on my gratitude list, if I'm just being honest. Now, what am I loving? I don't think I've said this recently. So if it's a repeat, I apologize, but it's true. What am I loving recently? Nicholas Sparks, all things Nicholas Sparks, books, movies, all of it. So if you do not know who that is, he is an author and he is the one who wrote The Notebook, Walk to Remember, Dear John, lots of classics, Message in a Bottle, um, The Last Song. Yeah, he's written so many books. And I've just been really stepping into an era of life where 
I have just been allowing myself to kind of dive back into things that I've loved forever and maybe just have not made time for. So, you know, earlier today, I was like, finally felt good. And then I don't know, a stomach thing hit me. And I just was like out for a couple hours today. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch a movie. Maybe just say, maybe I just need to sit here. Maybe I just need to sit here. Fuck my laundry list of shit I need to do, even though I did get a lot done this morning. But you know what I mean? When you have a ton of stuff to do and you're like, oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this, and this. And then something happens and you don't get any of it done. That was me. I got maybe 50% of the list done, but you know, something's better than nothing. So I'll take it. And so I was watching Dear John and you know, uh, if you don't know this about me, I'm a crier. I am a sympathetic crier to say the least. So when I see something sad on TV, I cry and it is what it is. (laughs) So watching the movie, it's one of those movies. I know it by heart. I've seen it so many times. So if you want like a snapshot of Erica and how cool I was in high school, which was glimpse, not very, um, I used to all the time, like do my nails and watch a chick flick. That was like something I would do on the weekends, um, or have a friend over and we'd watch like rom-coms. I was a big like movie night sleepover person. I love movie nights and um, haven't really done that. I've been doing them more lately. So that's like part of what I'm loving. Movie nights, Nicholas Sparks, reading the books. Um, I just finished, shit, what was it? Oh, how am I forgetting? It was one of The Wish. I think it was The Wish. It's one of his newer books. I don't think it's his newest. Um, And it was so good. It's like about a photographer and it's kind of like looking back at her life. It's so good. If you love just like a fun read that gives you an interesting story, he's always good at like the last minute twist you didn't expect and The Wish, I believe that's what it is. Yeah, that sounds right. Had such a good one. So I'm just loving kind of diving back into things that I have loved for years that I just have not made time for. And so this is like my reminder to myself to keep doing those things. And my reminder to y'all to do the things you love, like make time for it, be intentional. I talk about this a lot, like being intentional with your life. And yeah, I just am absolutely loving it. I'm loving having some time to read for fun, allowing myself to slow down when I'm not feeling well, but even not even, not even that, like allowing myself to slow down and end of that sentence. Because I think um, a lot of times as a society, we're on the go, we're on the go, we're on the go. And it's so important to have that rest. So actually, this really does uh, dive into the topic I wanted to talk about today. And it was just on my heart to share. So we'll see how long I kind of rant about it. But I wanted to share one of my biggest takeaways from MBA, the program I just did, um, and something I've noticed. And so when you think manifestation, right, a lot of times you think the dream house, the dream job, the dream guy, the dream car, and all these things. And do not get me wrong. I've manifested a lot of cool shit, a lot of cool physical items. Um, I do believe I manifested my relationship. Kyle and I joke about it, but like we both kind of think we manifested our relationship. And I just have manifested a lot of cool things. And I know that that's going to keep happening, right? And so when I started MBA, I really didn't know what I was getting into. And I was like, what? Like, why am I doing this? Like, I knew, I just knew I needed something. I knew I needed more. I knew that I wanted to take like my manifestation journey to the next level. And I was like, okay, this program I know works. 
I know it works. I believe in it so fully. I believe in the creator of the program so fully. And so I was like, all right, like I'm going to give it a go. And I went in with, of course, you know, the vision board and the dream list of things I want to manifest. And I'm still working on those things, of course. But one of them was healing. Okay. Like I know I've shared this a lot on the podcast, not going to go into details, of course, because that's how I roll. But a lot of stuff has happened in the last several years, a lot of which I have shared, a lot of which I have not shared. And it's been a fucking roller coaster of a ride. You know, I completely switched careers. I've reconnected with my dad. I've changed other family relationships in my life, been distant from some, reconnecting with others. And it's just been like a fucking whirlwind. And I talked about it, I think it was last week on the, on the pod where if I really knew where I'd be today, like a year ago, I'd be like, no fucking way. Like I really left AT, like I really did this, like, and I would be shocked because honestly, this time last year was when the coach I had been working with got fired and it seemed like there was a glimmer of hope for me at my job. Like, oh, okay, cool. Like he's gone. Maybe this won't suck. And then more shit happened over the summer and that was a joy regardless. So I was like, okay, if I looked at my life now versus last year, I would not have fucking believed you. I would have been like, no way have I done this, this, and this. And I think a big part of it, of course, I did start a lot of these things before MBA. um, But one of the biggest things I've noticed in my life since doing the program that I know is just going to continue is the healing. It has been such a healing journey, guys. I wish I could express it to you more fully because I just, I, of course, I have the vision board. I have the list of the material items and the like tangible goals that I'm trying to manifest. But a lot of it too was like energy shifts for me that I wanted to change. You know, I was carrying so much pain and so much sadness and so much hurt and so much betrayal. If I'm just being very honest, like I was carrying all these things with me and that was a heavy fucking load. It was. It's hard. Like shit with your parents is hard. Shit with family members is hard. And you know, my whole life, I kind of went through it. I'm probably going to get emotional because I cried earlier today because I think that's just where I'm at right now. (laughs) Um, And my whole life, I just told myself, like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not lovable, blah, blah, blah. And that fucking sucks. But that's just the reality of where I was, you know. And Kyle has been such an amazing person to help me, like, see my self-worth. And I obviously I had self-confidence and self-worth when I met him or else I don't think there's any way we would have even like gotten together. Right. But he is one of the first people in my life that I feel like just loves me for me. You know, he loves my little quirks. He loves my sassy personality, but he also loves a lot of the little things that I was kind of like scared to share or like ashamed of, or people in the past had put down. I don't know why I'm crying. Just ignore me. (laughs) Yay. This is going to be great for the YouTube. I'm not a pretty crier. So awesome. Um, But he like has always like celebrated those things in me. So for example, on date like three, 
I played the guitar for him and then I like sang a little bit, not like on purpose. He just like had one in his house and I was like, oh, do you play? And he's like, oh, a little bit. And I was like, oh, is this in tune? And so I kind of started like fucking around on it and he's like, oh, do you play? And I'm like, I'm self-taught. So, you know, barely, like not well. (laughs) I was like, I mostly just do it to accompany myself. And he's like, oh, can you play me something? So I was like, um, sure. And I was super nervous and I did and I sang for him and um, I don't sing for a lot of people like I used to. It was something I used to do with my grandpa on my dad's side and when I was at my dad's house. So when everything happened with that, um, I really like it just kind of tainted singing for me. And then I didn't have like the best like choir experiences in middle school. So I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> and I just like, you know, sing uh, for myself and for fun. And I do little like karaoke sessions in the kitchen and in the car and in the shower. But other than that, that's it. You know, I did sing a little bit, um, in church, like in college. And I really enjoyed that. I really, really did do that. That felt very powerful and like spiritual for me. Um, but otherwise, you know, I'm not someone that like, I go around and I sing a lot and like, I'd had people in the past that, you know, like thought I had a good voice, but didn't like fucking care, which is fine. Like, that's fine. But Kyle, he just has like celebrated it. And he's been like, can you please like play the guitar? Can you please sing for me? Or we'll like kind of karaoke in um, like on car rides or in the kitchen. And he like loves it. And it's just like, it just makes me feel very seen. And again, I don't know why I'm getting emotional. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know. Um, But it just makes me feel very seen and very appreciated and very loved for just like who I am. And so I feel like he was really like a catalyst for me to learn to love the parts of myself that I'd like shut down or put away or was ashamed of or was embarrassed by. And something I have found since this program is I just like have let go of so many of those things that I would tell myself, so many of the stories I would tell myself, so many of those limiting beliefs that I would tell myself, like that I'm not worthy or that I'm not good enough or I'm not this or I'm not that, like you're not pretty enough, you're not skinny enough, you're not this, you're not that. Those were all these things I would like tell myself, like my default setting was like kind of negative for me, not necessarily for everyone else, but for me. My self-talk was really bad and Kyle would like talk about it all the time. He'd be like, don't fucking speak about yourself that way. And um, so something I've noticed just with this with this program is how how much I just have let go of pain and sadness and hurt and anger. And it's not like it just happened overnight, right? But I'd say probably like module seven in the program. It's like halfway through the program ish, and it was a long one. It took me a long time to get through. And honestly, I was so like frustrated and it was like deep, heavy, painful work, very healing, but it was like deep. And I was like, fuck this, fuck this, but it's very important to do. And so this is like my PSA of do the hard work, do the work that scares you. It's, I know, I know how fucking painful it is. I do, but it is worth it. 110 fucking percent. It is worth doing the work to get past those limiting beliefs and those stories you've told yourself for fucking years because being on the other side of it 
maybe not a hundred percent, but like 85, 95%. It's, it's so freeing. It's so rewarding. And it has changed my life. It has changed my life guys. And I just feel like this shift, this internal shift. And so, like I was saying before, you know, when you think about manifestation, you think of the big things and I've manifested some big things, even since, you know, doing the program, I've manifested some cool fucking shit. Uh, but I'd say, honestly, right now, the biggest, most tangible takeaway I can have is this less pain, these less stories, these, um, like my mindset shift is just so much better. I mean, for example, this might make me sound bad, but fuck it. Here we are. You know, I was on TikTok because I get into TikTok some days. Like I'll go days not looking at it, but then I'll go days where I'm just like, I just need it. Especially when I was sick, I was like, I don't know. I can't really do anything else. I'm on social media. So anyhow, scrolling TikTok and I see this really cute video. I like totally cried. And I was like, why the fuck am I crying? Um, and it was this dad who was going to the Eras tour, the Taylor Swift Eras tour with his daughters. And um, they're, they were probably like, I don't know, a couple years younger than me in their 20s. I don't know. And he was going with them and he was like, oh, this is my Eras tour outfit. And like, you know how a ton of girls have like fancy Eras tours outfits. Awesome. He had this shirt and it was so cute on the shirt. I forget like what it said on there. I'm sure I could pull up the video, but whatever. Maybe I'll put it in the comments for y'all to see and experience and cry too with me. But he had this shirt on and it had this picture of them when the girls had to have been like, I don't know, 12, you know, 13, like middle school, maybe late elementary school age at a Taylor Swift concert with him. And then on the back, it was like, these are for the years of buying tickets and doing this and doing that. And it was just really fucking cute. And I just cried. I'm like, what a sweet father daughter memory and moment, like those core memories. And sometimes, you know, I got daddy issues. I talk about it. Sometimes I would see that content and it would just make me sad. It would just make me sad. Even though I have a great stepdad and I have a great dad, like, but there's a lot of pain there. That's what happens when you don't see your biological father for 18 fucking years. I mean, I still haven't seen him, but at least we're talking. So I'll take what I can get right now. But there's a lot of pain that comes with that. I would be stupid to say otherwise. It fucking hurts. Like it does. Like it it's shitty, right? And it's something that I've been working through for years and years and years in many ways, in ACOA, in therapy, MBA, all these things. And so, anywho, when I saw this video, I feel like, I don't know, six months ago, I would have seen that and just been fucking sad and like maybe compared myself or maybe it would just like make me think about the things maybe I missed out on. But instead... I looked at it and I thought of like all the amazing memories I do have with both my dads, with my stepdad, with my biological father, even though I consider my stepdad my dad. So like, I don't want to get it twisted, but just for clarity purposes, um, I was watching it and I just felt like happy and joy and peace and like, oh, what a sweet, nice video. And a lot of you are probably like, Erica, who fucking cares? But it was big for me. It was big. It was such a very tangible moment of, wow, Erica, you have fucking grown. Like you aren't having these limiting beliefs. You aren't having these shitty mindsets. You've grown. And I know that it's just the fucking beginning. And I know that this shift is going to bring so many good things into my life. 
because if you don't let go, here's like a fun fact. Here's a fun fact. I know I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you don't let go of those old stories you've been telling yourself, those limiting beliefs, the shitty mindsets, you're never going to make room for the new, bigger, and better things you're wanting to attract into your life. You're never going to fucking make room for it. You have to let go of the old narrative to bring in the new narrative, to bring in the new story, the new dream. If you have these big fucking dreams and you're not getting there, if you're not reaching your potential, if you're trying to manifest shit and for whatever reason it's just not happening, I would look at the stories you're telling yourself. I'd look at your limiting beliefs, your mindset. Be like, am I actually blocking this and not even realizing that I'm blocking it? Am I? Because a lot of times we have these stories that we don't even know are there. You know, we don't even realize are there. Like I know when I started working on money mindset, I had to dig deep on like, oh, what did you see growing up? What did you hear growing up? And like, there was all this shit that I had ingrained in myself that I didn't even realize I had. And I was like, well, no wonder I can't attract money when I have such a scarcity fucking mindset around it. Right? So I'm like calling this my soft girl era. I'm entering my soft girl era, my healed girl era. I don't know. And I'm liking it because I see myself looking at the world through this different lens, this softer lens, this more healed lens, this more whole lens. And I'm sure maybe for some of you, you guys are like, I don't know why you're telling me this. Well, I'm telling you this because if you have had a story in your head for a really long fucking time that you think this is how life just is for me, this is just my fucking life. This is your reminder and this is your example that you can always create a new story. You can always create a new narrative. You just have to be brave enough to do it. You have to be brave enough to do it. You have to be brave enough to let go of the narratives that you've told yourself for years and years and years. You have to be brave enough to let it go so that you can make space for this new, beautiful, healed, whole narrative and version of yourself that you want to be. You have to let go. And letting go can be scary. Like, can we talk about that for a minute? Letting go can be really scary when that is all you have fucking known. When all you've known is this mindset and this limiting belief and this story and this shit and that shit and that shit and whatever the fuck it is. When that is all you've known, it's really scary. Especially when maybe that's all you hear from other people in your life. When your whole life you've been this or that or this and there's like this preconceived notion of you. It's a beautiful thing. To finally say fuck that and to return to who you actually are. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, so I'm sorry if I'm getting repetitive, but I'm just going to say it because I think it ties in and, you know, maybe this is your first Empowered with Erica or Get Empowered, sorry. Empowered with Erica Business, Get Empowered podcast episode. Maybe it's your first episode and you don't know my story, okay? I did not always think that I could be in a place like I am now, in a healthy relationship, in a loving relationship, at a job I enjoy, making more money than I had previously. And I just know that I like put up this wall for fucking years. I 
destroyed these parts of me because people shut it down. People told me it was stupid. People like, I don't know, said shit that stuck with me. And so slowly and surely I morphed into this version of myself that was harder to the world was like, fuck you mentality, did not give a fuck mentality. That was just more aggressive, more, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like harder, just a harder version of myself. Because the world made me fucking hard. Gonna be honest, I let the world make me hard. And what I've noticed in this shift, what I'm getting at, is I feel like the walls are finally coming down. And I know I talked about this a couple episodes ago, so sorry for getting repetitive, but I just have been seeing it more and more and more clearly. So this is just another fucking reminder. It's another reminder. Please do not give up on your healing. Do not give up on yourself. Allow yourself the space to rest. Allow yourself the space to be. Allow yourself to forgive people. Like, that's the thing, guys. There's a lot of people I've had to forgive. And I've just noticed over the past couple months, but it just even more so recently, I just don't have the negative energy and attachment to it anymore. And I'm sure it's a combination of the reparenting work that I'm doing and the therapy that I do and this manifestation program. But it's so fucking cool to show up in the world fully as myself, fully as my authentic self, and to see that I'm loved and that I'm cared about and that I have friends and I have community and I have a man by my side and my family loves me. I have a good job. And no, are things perfect? No, they're never fucking perfect. But this is your reminder that your inner child that version of you that maybe you keep inside that you're scared to show the world, please show us that version of yourself. We want to see who you actually are. Because guess what? Some people might not stay in your life. Like, I've lost a lot of people over the years. I've shared about this. The more I've stepped into myself, the more people I've lost. But let me fucking tell you, the people I do have, the community I do have, is a solid group of bitches, man. Ride or die. I love them. I love them. I've got some great fucking friends. Got family that cares. I mean, I talked to my aunt for like over two hours today. It was really fucking nice. <laughs> it's really nice to catch up. And again, if you had told me that a year ago, I'd think you're high as fucking kite. I'd be like, no way. So I went from not speaking to people for 18 years to have a two-hour fucking conversation with them. That's a beautiful thing. And that is growth, my friends. That is growth. So this is your reminder that whatever fucking story you have in your head right now of what your life is going to be because, well, this is how it's always been. I've always been this way. I've always done this thing or what the fuck ever. You can change it if you want to. Like if it's a negative story, you can fucking change it. You can have your cake and eat it too. I'm telling you right now, you can have your fucking cake and you can eat it too. You can. I 110% believe that. And I know that this is just the fucking beginning. I know I had to let go of those old beliefs, that those old mindsets, those old stories to get where I am today, to be in my soft girl era and fucking thriving. Some would call it the divine feminine, 
the flow, the being phase, the resting phase. That doesn't mean we're giving up on our fucking dreams, but it means I'm going to show up as who I actually am. Take it or leave it. If I'm not your cup of tea, that's okay. I'm fine. But this is your reminder that the world needs you for who you actually are. Let me say that again. The world needs you for who you actually are in your core, in your soul, not this fucking made up, walls up version of yourself that you've made up to survive. And I get it. I fucking get it. Okay. Like I am not saying this to shit on anyone because I've made up those versions of myself. You know, why do you think I fucking drank? It was a coping mechanism. Why do you think I was kind of a bitch? Coping mechanism. Coping mechanism. I literally created this version of myself because I was like, if I am not this way, I'm not going to fucking make it. Thanks, trauma. We love it. But let me tell you, you can show up in your authenticity, in your vulnerability, in your softness, in your feminine flow, or in your masculine energy. If you're a guy, I know I have several guys that listen, but we want to see you for who you actually are. We do. We really fucking do. Okay. We want the most beautiful, authentic, alive version of you. The world needs you. So don't fucking hide yourself away because of what you think the world wants you to be. Be your fucking self. Show up in your authenticity. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. Okay. I don't want to get too repetitive. So let's pull a chakra card, shall we? I haven't I haven't pulled one yet. Usually I pre-pull, but today I said fuck it, let's do a live uh, card. Let's do a live card draw, shall we? So give me just a second, universe. If you're watching on YouTube, this is what I do. I say, universe, give us the card that the community needs to hear today. We're going to shuffle a little bit. So don't mind if you hear a little shuffling happening on the audio version. I apologize, but here we are. Got to shuffle these cards. Got to see what we got. I love these chakra cards so much. They have healed me in so many ways. The universe just knows. Also, part of being my more authentic self is we are working on our psychic gifts. And I think next week, yeah, next week I'm going to give you guys a little spiritual update because I've had some spiritual healing. I've done a past life regression. I've done a lot of woo-woo shit lately, and I want to talk about it because I'm showing up as myself. Take it or leave it. It's part of who I am. All right, guys, let's see what card. I'm going to just pull one from the stack. Okay, on the YouTube, you see we're going to pull... Oh my God. Of course we got this card. Guys, this is the universe in action. It's the universe in action. I'm going to pull out the little booklet just to make sure I don't miss any key points, but we got the nurturing card from the earth star chakra. Okay. I don't even really need the booklet, but it's fine. I love this card. We have the nurturing card. If you could see it on YouTube, it's a picture of a mother lion and her cub. Okay. And so this card is always about, are you giving yourself the space to heal, to be your true authentic self, to nurture yourself. This is your reminder. I'm going to be honest. This is probably going to say, it's your reminder to nurture your soul, nurture yourself. Let me just read the little passage to you really quick. 
Okay, guys, Earth Star Chakra, and a crystal for that is going to be a red garnet crystal. Okay, so you've called upon this card today as an invitation to create more nurturing in your life. It is easy to get it caught up with the crazy hustle and bustle of the world, forgetting to take a little time for yourself to give back, nurture, and receive the gifts and fruits of your labor. The healing energy of nurturing is available to you now, and you're being encouraged to take a moment to honor yourself with this light. Something in your life is calling for some love and nurturing. You're completely deserving of this love and attention. Do those things for yourself that allow you to feel this loving essence. Take a long, relaxing bath, go for a massage, spend time with friends and loved ones. Whatever allows you to feel nurtured, make sure you do this for yourself, as it is a big part of your growth and healing at present. It is a natural state of being to nurture. However, due to fear, we have learned to shut off and separate ourselves from from the love and nurturing that surrounds us. Open yourself to the kindness in your heart and create some love in your life today. An affirmation you can say is, I am nurturing myself in all aspects of life and I'm open to receive this powerful loving energy now and always. Okay? Yeah, the universe wanted to back up my fucking podcast message today. That is so funny. I did this live on air. I did not fucking pre- I did not pre-pull. The universe is saying, hey, bitch, have you not been taking care of yourself? Have you not been resting? Have you been having too much of that divine masculine show up in your life? Which we need. We love it. We do love the divine masculine. But this is your reminder. Nurture yourself. Nurture your soul. Take care of yourself. Allow yourself to rest. Allow yourself to be. Take care of that inner child. I know this isn't the inner child card. But nurturing often goes hand in hand with doing the healing work, with doing the inner child work, with showing yourself some love. Don't be so hard on yourself this week, okay? Do This is my challenge to you. This is my challenge to you. This is my challenge to myself. Do one thing this week that's outside of your comfort zone that shows yourself a little bit of TLC. What is something you can do outside of your comfort zone? That shows yourself some love. Or maybe it's not outside of your comfort zone because it's scary, but maybe it's something you just have not made time for in a long time. So take some time for yourself this week, okay? I fucking love when the universe shows up like this. She's amazing. This is why I love pulling those cards, guys. I love it. So thank you so much for listening to this message this week. I know I'm kind of all over the place. I know I might have been a little bit repetitive, but we're in our soft girl era. I'm just confirming that. That doesn't mean I don't have goals. That doesn't mean that I'm not striving and growing and working towards things. But it does mean that good things are fucking coming. And I'm so excited to keep growing with you all. So thank you guys so much for listening. And this is your reminder to love yourself, to be yourself, to shine your light fucking bright. Okay? Don't forget. Love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.